You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iyer, but I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. We do have to uh, have some more draft talk here before teams go on the clock officially Thursday night. We'll have one more show there breaking down in rapid fire what we expect from the 2023 NFL Draft. First through third rounds there, I'll break down my mock draft, go rapid fire, Look at what every team is thinking in terms of offensive skill positions to help them in fantasy football. So we'll do that as the final show before the draft, and we'll have some post-draft analysis for you from the first round on Friday show. So some good draft stuff coming pre and post there and thinking about what all the teams are going to do while they're on the clock and then look at the actual picks there as well. So a lot of good stuff to give you here to close the week. But we did need to take a little bit of a pivot and look at the Aaron Rodgers trade. We broke this down way back when to see how he would fit with the Jets. But now we have it official. He's looked at his uniform. He's wearing number eight. He had his introductory press conference. So it's all good to go. It is real. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet, a Jet all the way. Jordan Love takes over the Packers offense in Green Bay. So we'll look at Aaron Rodgers and what this means for his fantasy football value. Can it rebound after his last disappointing season in Green Bay? Then we look at the receivers, Garrett Wilson and some of the other weapons that are there now as the Jets have remixed that group, including adding Al Lazard, the former Packer. And if I look at what's going on with Jordan Love here, what the Packers can do to help him, we said he's one quarterback who could really benefit from the draft, what he has now, what do you expect, what is his upside. So we'll break that all down for you on today's show. Thanks again for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. Subscribe and follow for free wherever you get your podcasts including YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Special shout out to the everydayers who check out our show all season and off season long here to uh, get the latest insight on fantasy football and beyond. So grateful to you guys. And uh, if uh, you're new to the show, welcome in and uh, more insight to come in our advanced scouting mode all off season long here at Lockdown Fantasy Football. All right, let's dive into Aaron Rodgers. Yes, it is real. He's wearing green, but for a different team. Very similar situation to Brett Favre, really exact same, leaving that great offense for many years, and now he goes to the Jets as his second team. So really interesting parallel there. But the modern parallel I'd like to draw here with this move are really two. Number one, I think, is Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. So you saw he was disinterested the last year in New England. He had that pick six against the Titans. We thought he was done, washed. And then he came back big time for the Buccaneers, put up three very good fantasy football seasons. They won the Super Bowl immediately as a wildcard team with Tom Brady there. Then you have Matthew Stafford as well. The Rams were a contender, but then you go over the top with Stafford. Honestly, I think their defense and the way that Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Donald came together with Jalen Ramsey, I think that's what you saw really helped the Rams win the Super Bowl. But to me, the parallel is better with the Bucks because you had a team that was underachieving, didn't make the playoffs for quite some time, had quarterback questions. Well, the Rams were pretty decent. Remember, they had Jared Goff. So I don't think 
it's the, a fair comparison to make, but it was a quarterback in his career late changing teams to go after Super Bowl ring and it eventually paid dividends, not right away there, but you saw that happen uh, there for Stafford and Brady. So the Jets clearly trying to get this situation going in the same way. In reality perspective, they're trying to win the Super Bowl with this quarterback. So that's how they're approaching it from our fantasy football realm we want Aaron Rodgers to put up some pleasing numbers again and he finished just outside the QB1s last year which is a bit surprising because the season was a disappointment he just seemed checked out the numbers weren't usually there big transition at wide receiver without Devontae Adams eventually adjusted well to Christian Watson early season was Romeo Dubs then he had some of his reliable guys in there including Randall Cobb and Robert Tanyan and some of these people that were in the mix for Green Bay as uh, they try to transition well. But the numbers simply weren't there. I think the Jets' passing game, however, comes with a lot of upside for Aaron Rodgers, and a big reason is the weapons are there. They're going to continue to work on that offensive line. They're targeting a offensive tackle with that first pick now after the trade. So something to look at there as they swap 13 and 15 in this draft to Packers and Jets. So offensive line help. They traded Elijah Moore, so now he's in Cleveland. So now you're looking for help behind Garrett Wilson. They did sign Al Lazard, who know really well Aaron Rodgers and him have a good connection, especially in the red zone. So there's going to be some touchdowns to be had with Lazard forming a big target. Don't forget about Tyler Conklin at tight end, as well as CJ Uzama. These are two very savvy veterans that you can use in the red zone. Aaron Rodgers, I think especially is going to like Tyler Conklin in the mix. And Brees Hall, very good receiver out of the backfield. Let's hope that his knee injury heals up, not just for the Brees Hall effect here as a potential RB1 with his uh, half point and full PPR leanings here, but also help Aaron Rodgers as another Aaron Jones out of the backfield. So if you start to add it up with Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, you got Lazard, potentially Corey Davis. We'll see what they do in the draft. I think they'll add an Elijah Moore type at least. Uh, I have them... Thinking about uh, Josh Downs of North Carolina there. That's going to be a key weapon. He's a bit Randall Cobb-ish there. Cobb is just too old. They need youth to serve itself on this team. And the Jets, again, they made some signings and moves last year that sets up Rodgers well. Again, you look at Conklin, Uzama, Wilson, Lazard. These guys weren't here before last season. Now they're all here in the mix with Aaron Rodgers. So I have high expectations for Rodgers as a QB1. His props... On most uh, sports books that you'll find is right at the 30 touchdown mark and looking at around 4,000 yards. I think 4,000 yards, we'll see. I still think he'll get there. Some of the shootouts that they'll have even in their own division with the Dolphins and Tua and the Bills and Josh Allen, there's going to be some numbers to be put up there. So I would not feel totally comfortable about that because the Jets have a dominant defense. They might not do a lot there and they could also run the ball well pretty saw, but I think he's going to shoot through that touchdown total pretty well. So I expect 35 plus touchdowns here from Aaron Rodgers. The weaponry is just too good, so that's more than two a game, if you look at it with 34 being that cutoff there. So more than two a game, 250 and two type player. That's what you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers for the most part. Again, there might be games where the passing doesn't go as high, but I do like that situation totally, and I think it's going to really pay off here for the Jets. So Aaron Rodgers as a QB1 back again, yes. It doesn't have to be much to do that, but to shoot back into the Top half of the QB ones, absolutely. Every time we knock Aaron Rodgers, keep in mind, there was that big rushing season the Packers had, and he was a bit underwhelming. He came back big time 
with a huge season there. So Garrett Wilson, I think, can be his new Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard can be his old Alan Lazard. So there's definitely weapons. Get that slot guy. Get another big playmaker. And you're in business totally with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. So, again, high-end QB1 potential is there. We saw, again, Tom Brady better there because then Matthew Stafford had some injuries in the production and all that. But Tom Brady, what you saw in that three-year window there with the Buccaneers, that's the confidence you're going to have with Aaron Rodgers here with the Jets. So I don't think it's an understatement to say the numbers are going to be up there. There's just the situation to put those numbers up, especially with the scoring going up, way up in New York. All right, we'll look at the impact on the Jets' weapons, what they still need to get. So we'll go specifically to see what we can get out of Wilson Lazard and Conklin and Hall in our next segment. And we'll also look at Jordan Love and the Packers. So we'll look at his specific situation, what it's looking like for them without Aaron Rodgers. And the outlook is pretty good there as well. So excited to break that down for you. I'm also excited to tell you about Built Bar, if you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories and you need to try the best tasting protein bar ever, it's Built, you got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just a thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing you won't think they're good for you. you got to try these. And what makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They come in unbelievably f- great flavors such as Churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better, they're healthy for you. Only on 30 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now you don't need to wait to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a 4-bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate, or coconut puff. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with hit flavors including brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank me later. So check out new flavors coming out all the time at Built.com. Take advantage of ordering your bars from there and getting them from your nearest Walmart and Sam's Club. All right, it is uh, time to continue the show here on Lockdown Fantasy Football and uh, break down what the Jets have uh, weapons-wise here and what they're going to do with the Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. Make sure you join Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, and other Lockdown NFL experts on the Lockdown NFL Scouting YouTube page for live NFL draft coverage presented by Ultimate Football GM. Kyle and Joe will be live during all of rounds one, two, and three, and then on Saturday if they get you caught up after each round. Join the Draft Dudes and the first round tomorrow night live on YouTube on the Lockdown NFL Scouting page starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. All right, Garrett Wilson finished pretty strong as a wide receiver two last year, really delivered despite having Zach Wilson and some shaky quarterback play. This kid is special. He's an alpha. He's going to be the Devontae Adams for Aaron Rodgers. So I'm immediately boosting him up to wide receiver one status in fantasy. He's going to have a big year, I think, with Rodgers. Rodgers so loves guys who can be reliable, run every route, get downfield. Wilson can do all that. So Wilson, let's get it right off the bat out of the way. He's going to be a wide receiver one, half-point PPR, full-point PPR, standard. It doesn't matter. Garrett Wilson is a special receiver. Now he has a special quarterback who will get him the ball as the go-to guy. Don't forget about Alan Lazard. He actually had some uh, wide receiver three value because of his touchdown scoring last year in Green Bay, despite the fact uh, we had Christian Watson emerge there. Lazard was still the guy in the red zone, made a lot of plays. There were some games where the touchdown was pretty much it, but... Again, that really helped his scoring into that wide receiver 3-2 borderline category. 
last year. So Alizard, we can bump up, I think, to wide receiver two. I think there's enough passing to go around. They subtracted Elijah Moore. I think it'll be even more beneficial if they move on from Corey Davis. We'll see if Davis has any appeal to play with Aaron Rodgers or do they have to go in a different direction. So I think they'll add a receiver in the draft and that receiver will have some wide receiver three appeal, whether it's a Josh Downs of North Carolina or someone else, that type of receiver to replace Elijah Moore. So again, 11 personnel, I think you'll see more of that, but also a good mix of some tight end sets and Tyler Conklin being on the field. So we're going to watch the chemistry develop. Aaron Rodgers just getting warmed up with his teammates. So Tyler Conklin comes into the sneaky backdoor tight end one conversation because of the upside. He showed that, flashed it, replacing Irv Smith Jr. a couple years ago with the Vikings. Now he gets Rodgers, who likes throwing at tight end. Conklin is more of the receiving threat there. Uzama doesn't have much value as a blocking type there, but I think you'll see them not use that 12 personnel much with the two tight ends, so Conklin on the field here with the receiver. So right now it looks really good for Conklin because he's the third guy in the pecking order. Right now you would think Davis kind of fading, unreliable to stay healthy. So we'll see how they go there, but I do like Tyler Conklin as a sleeper tight end because of this. And how about Brees Hall in the backfield? I think he has Aaron Jones-like potential as a receiver dual threat type guy can score quite a bit as well. So I think Brees Hall's healthy. He's having a monster year two. I mean, these guys were off to special seasons. Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall were neck and neck for offensive rookie of the year. But then Wilson stayed healthy. He won the award. On the other side, he had Sauce Gardner dominate there. So those elements are going to come to play. Don't forget about the Jets' defense. They're going to play off a team that can probably play with leads. That means more teeing off of the pass rush. That means more turnovers, takeaways for that secondary and back seven overall. So... Again, everything gets a boost here. The scoring is going to be up. So we look at the kicker option. Again, anything with the Jets relation is uh, bumped up here quite a bit. And we said, look, Aaron Rodgers was outside of the QB1s. That's the top 12. Now he's firmly in the top five or six. So we love it with Aaron Rodgers here in the mix to help all those weapons really succeed for the Jets. So everything up, 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 arrow pointed up for everything that you can get in with the Jets. Uh, they're going to be highly appealing here in fantasy football again. The division we also like. There's a lot of offensive teams. It's not that old school defensive division. The Bills, Dolphins can put up points. The Patriots, there's going to be quite a few shootouts in that division. There's a tough schedule as well where they're going to face the Cowboys and Eagles and Giants and Commanders. So a lot of potential for scoring there as well. So love it all around. Aaron Rodgers, big bump for him with his value in the transition. So it is for all his key weapons that he already has, plus the ones to come with the Jets. All right, we'll break down the final uh, look here of this Aaron Rodgers trade by looking at the Jordan Love side of things here, and I do uh, get excited about that. It's really exciting here to tell you that Lockdown's NFL Mock Draft Special is here and is bigger than ever. Follow along all 32 teams' first pick in a six-episode Ultimate Mock Draft experience. Only Lockdown can deliver. Get in on it before... Teams go on the clock for real on Thursday night. All episodes are available now for you to consume on Locked NFL Draft on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, it is uh, time to close the show and look at uh, the Jordan Love perspective of this. We said Jordan Love is a hot sleeper here in fantasy football. Right now he's a conservative QB2, even though there was knowledge of the Rodgers trade coming. But now you look at the weapons. Christian Watson finished right in between, by the way. Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard with his fantasy football scoring. They're almost right in the middle smack dab of the scoring. So Christian Watson really came on strong. We know he was a touchdown machine there late, uh, kind of playing off Lazard 
for the Packers. But right now, he has every opportunity to be their number one, their next Devontae Adams on the outside, so watch out for that. Romeo Dubs, I'm going to cool on because I think the Packers could be in the market for Jackson Smith and Jigba. So I think I'm more interested in that rookie receiver right now than Dubs because Dubs is a little bit limited. He has some durability issues. I think by far you're going to see Garrett or Christian Watson is a go-to guy, much like Garrett Wilson is with the Jets. And then you're going to look at uh, Jordan Love really trusting in Christian Watson. They had a decent chemistry last year when they flashed together last season. Now you get that key slot receiver that can get open all the field and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is probably the target there early in draft. They can also look at Jordan Addison, look at uh, Quinton Johnson if they want to stretch the field a little bit more, playing off Watson. But really like... Uh, if they can end up with one of those receivers, Jackson Smith, Najikba, or Zay Flowers, that's a really big bump for Jordan Love. The other thing we're looking for is tight end help. He doesn't have a lot here. I think they'll target a tight end. Is it going to be Darnell Washington or Luke Musgrave later in the draft, or are they going to get aggressive here and go early for one with uh, Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid on the board? So, again, that's going to bump up his value. Another weapon there. You got receiving core with upside already with Watson Dubs. You add one more rookie to that mix. It'll be exciting to watch here. You also have Aaron Jones, a very capable outlet pass catcher, as well as A.J. Dillon getting better in that capacity. So upgrade the third receiver, upgrade tight end, and you're sitting pretty with Jordan Love. He can run a little bit as well to give you some value there. And keep in mind, this is, team has had a great tradition of fantasy football production all the way back to Brett Favre. I know it's been different types of offenses now with Matt LaFleur, but I think they're still going to be a passing team. Their defense has some liabilities, so they could have some volume in some games for Love as well. So I do like it. Jordan Love here as the choice. Uh, really love uh, his potential with the Packers, uh, no pun intended, with what he can take over there. So Watson, Dubs, new receiver to come, new tight end to come. Jones's uh, pass-catching ability, still a pretty good offensive line, anchored by David Bakhtiari and Elgiston Jenkins. Decent enough uh, weaponry all around, and again, Jordan Love, they wouldn't have made this move, drafted him in the first round while they still had Rodgers if they didn't believe in it. It's very similar to the transition they made from Favre to Rodgers, so another parallel there. They did have to wait about a season to get that true Aaron Rodgers elite production. He was still very good in his first season as a starter. And same thing, he had flashed you know, in that game against the Cowboys before taking over, and we've seen uh, Jordan Love do the same thing here. So a lot of parallels between the situation. Rodgers going to the Jets like... Favre and leaving behind another first-round quarterback taken late here to uh, pick up the reins in Green Bay. So very good parallels to watch there, and we're excited about what can happen. Now, keep in mind, again, uh, don't forget about those two specials here, Lock NFL Scouting, YouTube live show there starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time featuring the Draft Dudes and our Mock Draft special that you can check out now. Check them out. All 32 teams, six episodes there. Check it out. Uh, binge that here before we start the draft or continue with that series. It's fantastic. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Thanks again for making us your first listen every day. We subscribe and follow for free wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're part of Locked On Network, your team every day. Everydayers, thanks so much for listening here, and we appreciate you if you're going to become an everydayer as well. So really excited. We'll have a lot of good draft analysis for you pre and post here in the last two shows of the week. For Locked On Fantasy Football, again, this is Vinny Iyer. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch you there as we open it on draft day.